members of the OG army. Get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. <laughs> Good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. How you doing, Ryan? Uh it's uh June third. It's what, Wednesday? That's about uh, all I have to say about that. <laughs> I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box. Always happy to see you guys here. Uh, we're going to have a hell of a show. Um, you got anything you want to cover before I get started on my normal complaining? No, I got fucking nothing today. <laughs> I'm not going to have much either because my uh, a good portion of my day was uh, filled by bullshit. Uh, I, had, I was supposed to get a delivery. Um, called them at... Uh, Oh, one thirty, and he's <clears throat> excuse me. They said they'd have it to me in about an hour, maybe an hour and fifteen minutes. So call that two thirty, somewhere between two thirty and three. I got actual delivery at five thirty, <laughs> which was annoying as fuck because of a situation where uh, I don't get a good cell phone signal in my back uh, of my house, and for some reason I was having issues. So I knew I needed to be around the front of the house. Um, when the delivery was about due. So I spent fucking three hours basically sitting on my porch waiting for some guy to show up and give me weed. Really? It, yeah, yeah. It was frustrating as fuck. I felt I felt like it, the bad old days when weed was illegal and you had to put up with that shit because you, if you, you know, your dealer showed up when he showed up and you had to fucking wait on him. But that, that stuff isn't like that anymore. Um, I thought you were I waiting really, for like, you know, mm -hmm. a delivery of something important. That is important. I need that. That's important to me anyways. Uh, to the Well, at least to the point where I don't want to miss the, the delivery. And what really annoyed me about it was I got really little uh, information from the delivery service during all this. I had to call them up every time. It's like, hey, you know, your guy's like an hour late. There's something going on like five or 10 minutes later. Yeah, he's running late. Uh, uh, he'll, uh, he'll be there in about an hour. I'm like, an hour from now? I go, well, that's kind of inconvenient, but okay. Um, then he didn't show up an hour later. I'm like, uh, uh, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't mean to complain, but you know, this is pretty late now. And the guy is like, uh, sends me the guys, uh, the driver's, uh, text, uh, phone number. Uh, and I told him, uh, yeah, I don't really want to call your driver. No, th I, I think what I put exactly was because I was texting back and forth. I don't like talking to people if I don't have to. Uh, what I posted was no, thank you, comma. I, I do not want to call your driver. And then, you know, they sent a message. Uh, well, he can give you a, he can give you a, 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 an accurate ETA. And I just sent back the same message. No, thank you. I do not want to call your driver. I think the second time they got the idea, because about five minutes later, I got a ETA of 10 minutes. Uh, and then I called, then I sent him a text about a half hour after that saying, hey, uh, it's 20 minutes past your new ETA. Uh, this is kind of getting ridiculous, folks. Uh, and the guy showed up like uh, 15 minutes after that, but they never texted me again. <clears throat> and it's very so frustrating. Get this you you mm -hmm. actually expected someone delivering drugs to have excellent customer service and be prompt. Mm hmm. Well, that's it is the problem. A it's a legitimate business, just like any other at this point. There's no excuse uh, for poor customer service, and which surprised me because normally this place is really good about it. Um, they're really friendly. They like to throw extras in lots of times, like you know, uh, I got free pre-roll and edible uh, with uh, my order, um, and they do the entire referral system. Like I actually got $25 off the uh, order because I referred somebody else uh, yesterday that bought off of them. So I'm hoping it uh, doesn't... Uh, 
you know, continue like this because I'll, I'll feel pretty dumb about uh, recommending this service. Uh, and then, and then, uh, just, and then, uh, excuse me, <laughs> I'm still kind of frustrated. Uh, and then the same thing happened with uh, a pizza order. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't eat any of this pizza, but my wife worked today and, <coughs> and didn't really want to uh, fuck with stuff when she got home. So, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. So rather than have her take extra time in rush hour traffic and stop uh, for food on the way home, uh, I decided I'd order a pizza for her and have it ready about the time when she got there. Because, uh, you know, they give you estimates. They're not too normally bad off, except for this oh, time. Aren't when you a nice like, little housewife? I try. Uh, except for this time when it was like an hour and 15 minutes late. She gets home and there's no pizza because uh, I had planned to get, to get there about 15 minutes before she uh, got here. And it showed up like basically an hour after she got home. So she's sitting there starving. She's like, well, why didn't I, why did you tell me not to stop someplace? I'm like, well, cause I thought I was going to have pizza for you. I was trying to be nice. Uh, I did not have pizza. I'm not going to fucking touch that shit. <laughs> I didn't want to risk it. I mean, even if, even at this point, even if you didn't have me on a pretty strict diet, I wouldn't risk it anymore. It's not worth the pain. Likely story. <laughs> no, uh, seriously. I didn't have any. Um, but it's not all bad news today. I am really, really happy to announce that my wife got promoted today. Woohoo! So you're no longer the breadwinner. Darn. I'm no, <laughs> I don't know if I'm no longer the breadwinner or not, but I'm, it's certainly going to be a boost. Uh, as I've mentioned before, she uh, works at the same country club that I do as the assistant to the locker room manager. Uh, well, uh, we found out today that the locker room manager is retiring and she's the new locker room manager. Uh, we don't know what that means as far as her pay. Uh, my wife forgot to ask. <laughs> I love her to death. How do you forget to ask how much you're going to be making? <laughs> um, but, you know, I guess I guess it's kind of irrelevant. She's taking it regardless. Uh, and she doesn't make a lot of money right now. So we're expecting at the very minimum, like a couple dollar increase, if not like five or six dollars. I don't really know what the old, uh, old locker room manager made. But what we do know is that the locker room manager is in charge of the card room. And I think I mentioned that to you before. Um and that's where she'll make a substantial portion of her money. Uh, there's like anywhere between two and 10 to 15 tables played uh, of old ladies playing card cards at, a, at any given day in the summer. Um, not as much in the fall and not as much in the spring. Uh, however, uh, each one of these old ladies uh, always kicks in $5. You know, there's four ladies at each table. So my wife is getting somewhere between 40 and like, $250 a day just off the card tables. So obviously that'll be a nice little increase to our pay. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I still don't know if she'll, uh, I, I don't know what her hourly wage is. So I don't know if she's actually going to be making more money than I am. Uh, but it's got, it's got, I don't know. We'll find out later on. There's still a lot more to it. She's excited. Obviously, you know, she's, she goes, I'm the queen of the locker room now. <laughs> uh, and she's excited to have her uh, assistant before I'm not uh, her own assistant. I'm not sure if she's ever had one or not. I'm kind of jealous about that, that, you know, I've never had an assistant. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> wow. You've never actually been like a management <laughs> type ever. Oh yeah, I guess I have. I, well, I didn't think of them as assistants. They were just, you know, uh, a fellow employees that I happened to be, uh, responsible for, which, which was normally shitty. Like I was the, uh, photo manager at a CBS. So like there was three or four other employees that were technically under me, but we worked different shifts. So, so it's not well, like yeah, I, they, I had no, to... that. I think that was just a glorified title. Like they didn't actually yeah. report to you. Right. 
No, nothing like that. Uh, I didn't do their schedules. The store manager did that. Uh, I was the office manager at a carpet cleaning place briefly. And uh, once again, there's like two other girls that uh, did my job when I wasn't there. Uh, but I, I wasn't their boss. The office manager was, uh, well, I was kind, of, kind of supposed to be office manager, but like the general manager was their boss. So no, I don't really think I've ever been in charge of somebody else. Not truly in charge of them. Well, goddamn, Jay. Well, well, you know, I don't even know what I, to say to that. Really? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's that unusual. Not everybody moves up into management. Uh, some people are just workers. Yeah, but usually not by the time they're in their 40s. Well, you got to remember, I got a late start. I didn't even start at this job until I was, uh, I think, 47, 37, about 32. So like my early 30s uh, before I even got a serious job, really. Um, and while I'm at this point in my career, I'm basically in charge of that department. Uh, the only reason they don't say I'm in charge is because they'd have to pay me extra money. <laughs> um, but my, my immediate boss doesn't run that department. I do. Uh, she's got nothing to do with it. And I kind of get resentful sometimes when she'll come down in a bad mood and, you know, and start poking around at things. I'm like, man, I, I was doing this job before you started working here. Trust me. I know, I know what's going on after 15 years. If there was something that was an issue, it would have been brought to my attention. Uh, she, she just gets in a mood sometimes, which don't get me wrong. She's a great person. Uh, I, I like her quite a bit. Uh, she worked out well as a boss. I, actually, all my bosses there are great. I have zero complaints about management there. Uh, but it's just not the nature of the job to be able to move up into management. It is what it is. So basically, you're Milton from Office Space. Yeah, I didn't. I've never seen that movie, but I assume so. Yeah. Oh Jesus. I've seen bits and pieces. You're talking about the guy with the red stapler, I assume. Exactly. Yeah, I've just never seen the Office movie from front to back. Office Space is a goddamn national treasure. You have to watch that movie. <laughs> And surprisingly, <laughs> I, for as old as it is, it actually does hold up. Right. Well, it's one of those movies that I've seen enough bits and pieces of that I don't really feel like I need to see it because I pretty much know what it's all about. Um, there's lots of movies like that, I think, uh, where I've never actually seen them, but because I've heard so much about them over the years, I don't really feel the need to see them. I know they're probably a good movie, but I already know what the fucking movie's about. <clears throat> Goddamn, pal. Other than that, what you got? <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, as I mentioned, I didn't have uh, much time because I was too busy, busy pouty, pouting on my front porch. Uh, okay, there's well, my you could have been you could have been know. actually productive while pouting on your front porch. And you could have been looking for things. I, I was trying to, but once again, the same problem as yesterday. Everything's about the fucking riot. And I've, and I've kind of just given up on that because uh, I'm going to uh, yeah, well, just find the fun stuff to talk about the riot, uh, about the riots and the looting and stuff. <clears throat> Speaking of all that, like I, I think I'm probably done with the OG. Oh, geez, yeah, I know you've already, you've always been a lot more left. Yeah, I know, I know you've always been a lot more liberal leaning than the vast majority of the OG. Uh, although I don't consider you a liberal by any means. Um, but yeah, I can see that. Uh, I know how you feel about the entire Black Lives Matter and this looting and rioting and you know, and the entire and the protests and all that stuff. And there's a, a significant portion of the OG that just disagrees with you completely. And it, uh, like the, the, the OG front page, like I can't right. get to it. Like I pretty much I just go on anymore and go to my subscriptions. Yeah, and just kind of poke in here and there. But like, God damn, it is just the same shit all fucking day. Yeah, I really wish that they would make a political ground. On the other hand, that might mean the that subjects on the OG hang out for three or four days. <laughs> so that's probably why they don't do it, because they don't want to uh, show how much their traffic's uh, political right now. Yeah, I can only take so many threads of like, 
kill all the looters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and God, the, damn. Yeah, exactly. And just because you know, and don't get me wrong, I one hundred percent disagree with the looting. But uh, having the national guard shoot at him with machine guns and shit is not the answer to the problem. That's not going to quiet things down. Uh, the fact of the matter is, when it comes to things like that, uh, the National Guard and Army and the police and all that stuff are really limited in what they can do. They can't wholesale start fucking slaughtering people. I mean, if nothing else, there's laws and shit like that. And I realize martial law and curfews and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but that's not how we want to go about things. I mean, Jesus Christ, have the people ever thought that out? What would happen if like the military came in and started shooting all the looters? What the next step of this is? Well, this is the problem. You have, a, and it is at this point, a pretty large chunk of the OG that now says there is no such thing as a peaceful protester. Because they were looters, now they're all complicit and fuck all oh. of them. No, and don't get me wrong. Like in an individual case, if you like, if looters are doing stuff that endangers if people's you catch life, a looter, throw them yeah. in fucking jail. Charge yeah, exactly. Them for destruction of property, burglary, yes, and, whatever the fuck else you can throw and, at them, throw at them. Yeah, and if you and, trying to and put if it you, on the level of a cop killing somebody, there's levels to this shit. Right, and don't murder get me wrong, is murder. Mm -hmm. Other shit is still wrong, and you can throw them in jail for it, but it's not murder. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that you know uh, looters should be just let go or anything like that. I think they should be arrested, and if they resist, they should be shot. I mean, that's how it works. You go to jail for crimes if you. Uh, if you resist arrest to the point where they can't bring you in reasonably, you end up getting shot. Um, and I don't want people to get shot either. Obviously I want all of them to go to jail for shit, but there's steps to this. You can't just start shooting people indiscriminately. You have to try to at least try to arrest them first. That's how the law works. We have to follow the laws, you know, Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Personally, it, it wouldn't bother me all that much. If some of them start, did start getting shot. Uh, and you see cases of that happening over and over again with uh, business owners and families protecting their stuff. And I'm not crying any tears about that in the least bit. Uh, but the uh, police and the military have to go through the proper procedures and then try to arrest these people first. You can't just go and shoot them. Well, yeah, there, there is a rule of law. Like we have laws and we have penalties for breaking those laws. And I'm sorry, looting is not a death penalty. Yes, if you are a store owner and you are in your store and they try to break in, at that point, it's the whole, like, it's kind of the castle doctrine thing, and that's mm -hmm. an entirely different thing. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, man, I wish the cops would go in there and just start spraying at people. It's the same. We have fucking idiots on there posting uh, videos of, like, a guy that got clipped in the fucking face with a tear gas canister, and it was just a big laugh riot. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? God damn. Yeah. And as, as we've mentioned over and over again, there's two different types of uh, crowds doing things that we're talking about. There's plenty of people out there protesting peacefully. And I believe it's probably the vast majority. The problem being, there is a small segment that is fucking out for themselves and loot, and they probably don't give a shit about this at all. They just see it as an opportunity. But those are two different groups of people. And the problem being, the police are being the, uh, I saw this one coming. <laughs> uh, the police are uh, in certain cases, not being very discriminate about the two uh, different types of people. Hey, uncle Canada. I kind of figured you'd call. Hey guys. guys I'm going to step out of this. You and you and, uh, no, 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 you, no, you know, no, no, no. Well, no, I don't, I've already expressed my opinions. I have a feeling you and Ryan are probably going to have a conversation here. So you guys go ahead. No, no. But thing is, uh, I think what, what the issue is with the looters, they're not that stupid either, right? So what they do, I'm assuming, is that 
Yeah, there's a lot of peace, peaceful protesters out there. They'll kind of work their way into those peaceful, peaceful protesters, right? And then at times they do the crazy stuff they do. Then the mob, mob mentality kicks in. And then you end up getting more people doing stupid shit they shouldn't be doing. Again, it's a really complicated situation. And um, I could, obviously, you guys have seen that post about that 77-year-old guy that uh, I guess they videotaped. He, he was shot. For, he used to be a cop, and uh, he was trying to stop somebody from uh, breaking into a pawn shop. Like, for fuck's sakes, man, over a TV, right? Yeah. That's, that's exactly, sad. yeah. And yeah. that shit's completely fucking wrong, and those people should be dealt with to the fullest extent of the law. It just... Where you cross the line is when you start lumping everyone together. Yeah, but Ryan, I think, again, what, what the issue is, I think a lot of these organizations or groups that are trying to cause all this bullshit, they kind of work their way in into these peaceful rallies and protests and kind of start shit. And then you get the mob, you know, the mob effect where shit, chaos ensues and misinformation and fucking normal people at times go crazy right so again Some it's do, but it, it's still to the point that it's still a vast majority of it is still peaceful you also have no, situations where you have the crazy people trying to incite a mob and that mob descends on them grabs them and throws them to the cops to have them arrested like there are those things out there too i don't take issue to completely cracking down on the people that are just completely either rioting looting otherwise like forcefully breaking the law the issue i have is when we have people start saying there's no such thing as a peaceful protester anymore oh there is like again there's videos out there i posted an actually a video yeah earlier this morning about out of spokane there again they had this it's a small i forget the name of the town and they had protests there, but these guys had fucking done. And again, if you guys got a chance, it's a 20-minute video. This guy is basically on the main street of the small town out of Spok Spokane, Idaho. Everybody was fucking I – I couldn't believe how many guns and rifles and whatever you guys have over there. Fucking everybody. Everybody was loaded and ready to go just in case shit went down. But I guess again, again, it's, it's complicated, right? America is such a big country and it's so diverse in regards to – the demographics of people, yada, 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 right? So it's a fucked up situation overall, right? Yeah, yeah that's why it always surprises very, me. It's very complicated and it's very nuanced, and that's where I have the problem when people are seeing it as a black and white thing. And I'm, I'm not just, saying racist black and white. Mm -hmm. I'm talking like, yeah, so it's an all one or all the other. And honestly, I'm just, like, like you guys mentioned, it is a super complicated situation. I'm always just amazed when people like put out these blunt statements. It's like this, this, and this, and this. I'm like, you're sure about that? That's a pretty strong stance to take considering how complex this uh, problem is. You must be way fucking smarter than I am because I wouldn't fucking touch a, uh, this a situation with a 10-foot pole of that kind of statement. I mean, if you, guys, if you guys get what I'm trying to say, I realize it's kind of a fucked up... Uh, <laughs> analogy yeah but it, um, again but but the thing is pj it's coming from both sides right you got a certain certain sides that are pointing then you, you got the other side that's reacting i know it shouldn't be like that right you guys fucking live in the best country in the world and there should be like a common ground where you can kind of talk things out instead of resorting to violence or what have you and even reason and use numbers use stats and say hey is it as bad maybe it's not maybe it is maybe it is let's talk it out right but Again, you got extremists on all sides and fucks everything up, right? 
Yeah, exactly. it, it, it sucks ass. Um, and Jesus Christ, you know what? Let's go to the Yahoo News, our source for all news, uh, and see if we can't find something else to fucking talk about. Oh, uh, there is going to be a new Top Gun coming out eventually. What do you guys think about that? Is Tom Cruise going to be in it? Yes, he is, from what I understand. And uh, Jennifer Connelly, who is starting to look a little harsh, but not, but pretty good for her age still. So I kind of torn on it like it's probably gonna suck right i, I well, think we can all be honest with that it's probably gonna suck it takes it takes a lot to make a tom cruise movie suck i mean in the last 20 years can you name one that was truly bad yeah but how do you go from like top gun to another one i don't know i have no yeah the, i guess the question is uh what the script's like because it would be kind of a hard one to pull off um and I don't, I haven't looked to see what the actual script is and what the plot line is. I'm sure it's out there at this point. Uh, supposedly it's going to come out in December 23rd, uh, which means it probably is supposed to be coming out right around now. Um, and boy, isn't, isn't the uh, movie industry just taking this in the fucking asshole? You know, that's one of the, Good. Uh, <laughs> all I know is that shit better still have danger zone. Oh God. Yeah, I know. That is such an iconic uh, song. Uh, well, there you go. There's a topic. There's a, uh, uh, iconic movie songs. Uh, there's so many of them out there. Uh, uh, for example, the other day, my uh, wife was uh, watching the, the start of some movie and I wasn't paying attention. I'm just walking through it. And all of a sudden I heard, you know, the, this, the opening strains of Footloose. I'm like, oh, fuck me, dude. I haven't, I haven't heard that song in 20 years. I got all excited for a second. Turns out it was some shitty remake that they did like four or five years ago. It wasn't the actual movie, but that's a case where the like the movie was like where the uh, song really fucking made the movie. I mean, you know, they named it after the song. Uh, you guys got any uh, uh, songs like that that you just love that are from movies? Oh fuck! Actually, there was a post about uh, I think a day or two ago about like intro songs or intro best intros of movies. Ah, there's so many out there these days. But just back to Tom Cruise, I've always enjoyed him. Actor, and think is he's kind of one of these risk takers. He's done some crazy ass shit, like his own stunts. Mm-hmm. And that. So I'm not yeah. sure, you know, if he brings that fucking passion and just the craziness and just whatever. Again, he's a he's like a manly man in regards to being an actor. And uh, again, we'll see. For me, it's a 50-50 toss. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be shit? I hope it's not social justice based, but yeah, we'll see. But Val Kilmer, obviously, he's not. That great shape, eh? He's been messed up for a little while, right? Yeah, I, I have no clue what's going on with him, but he's looked horrible fucking yeah, for, like, yeah. the last 20 years, basically. Yeah, I yeah, doubt so the new he... one will have Iceman. Yeah, I'm afraid not. Well, that's funny thing about Tom Cruise. I think the fact that he's pretty short has shaped his personality in, in such a way that, to get him to where he is today. I think he, he, that's one of the reasons why he's so such a risk taker uh, and... You know, so uh, I think he's got a Napoleon complex and something to prove. Uh, and I think that's where, where how it got him to where he is today. No, I think all credit goes to Zorlax and the Church of Scientology. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he is a badass, though. Like uh, uh, Grad was talking about uh, different stunts he's done. I remember watching one where like uh, he was uh, basically climbing the side of a plane while it was in midair. Now they had harnesses on them and stuff like that, but fuck me, dude, really? You got Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, like at the at at the time and probably still now, one of the top five highest paid, most valuable actors in Hollywood, and 
I, I can't believe that the directors and the producers and the people in charge of the movie let them fucking do it. I mean, can you imagine that headline? Tom Cruise falls from an airplane to his death because yeah, they were up there too. They weren't just like five or ten feet up. They you know they were doing actual scenes with him in midair on this side of this big ass fucking cargo plane. Well, I mean, if you if you go full on for Scientology, like you absolutely have a screw loose, and you're you're up for anything. <laughs> yeah, you think that's what it is? You think that's one of those cases of uh, uh, a faith a faith in your God making you think that you're perfectly safe? Because you see that occasionally. Uh, people, no, I think oh, it's more know. like that's just the type of person he is. Like exactly, he has that yeah. little bit of a screw loose that will allow him to go and do crazy stunts and somehow believe in Scientology. But by all regards, like apparently he's a great fucking dude. So right. Good yeah. On him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't as long as your uh, religion doesn't adversely affect other people. I don't care what the fuck your religion is. Uh, my like. So and which is funny because really almost basically no religion is against other people unless you want to get uh, get into it and make it that way. Uh, and, and, and at that, and at that point they all are, <laughs> you know, all of them say don't suffer the other religions and this, that, and the other. Uh, but obviously the majority of people, uh, uh, find religion a comfort and, you know, uh, as I mentioned, as long as you're not, you're not using your prison, uh, your religion to oppress other people, more power to you. Well, and especially when you're like level 49 God level in your religion, like, I'm sure that's pretty nice too. Yeah, I, get, I imagine that. Do you think he actually believes it? At the end of the day, like if you if you uh, hooked him up to a lie detector and pumped him full of truth serum, do you think he would say he actually believes in Scientology? I would say yeah. Like I, I think he is that guy that just goes like balls to the wall in everything he does. So somehow it piqued his interest in Scientology, and now he's balls to the wall, Zordon for life. Yeah, that's true. And you can see you you can find really intelligent people that have tricked themselves into believing some pretty dumb shit. Um, like uh, people, for example, like Elon known, Musk thinking that like, a bunch of random characters constitute a name. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I meant more things like I know some uh, pretty intelligent people that 100 percent believe in Bigfoot. I'm like, really? Yeah, I did. I don't yeah, necessarily but... know how intelligent they really are. No, yeah, they're pretty, pretty smart people. I, I mean, and and the, the funny thing is, it's one of those things that you can't say for 100% they're wrong. I'm pretty sure there's no goddamn Bigfoot, but the the, the world's a big place, and especially up in Canada uh, and parts of the United States, there's still, still some pretty, like, unexplored areas. Uh, I think well, you have our not uncle from North hell. right here. Why don't you ask Grad about Bigfoot? Yeah. Have you ever seen a Bigfoot, well, Brad? Yeah, actually, I'm talking to one right now, Pete. Uh, <laughs> don't don't let me call you that. We'll call you uh, Sasquatch. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I, that's all. Again, the Loch Ness monster and all that horse shit. Yada yada. I get it. Well, teach their own. You're right. As long as nobody's fucking, you can believe whatever you want. Um, right. I think right. faith can be a faith can be a good thing to the extent that it gives people comfort, gives you know more family thing, this and that. But there's there's extremities on all sides, right? But mm -hmm. I don't know. This yeah. We're all it's over the place funny. on topics. So what are we talking about now? Big thing. Whatever comes to fucking mind, really. It's funny all you right, mentioned. Right. It's funny that you mentioned the Loch Ness, Loch Ness monster because I degrade that down even more. Like you know, uh, the world's a big place. There might be a fucking Bigfoot. Uh, the Loch Ness is not that big of a lake. They've checked it out pretty fucking thoroughly. There's no fucking monster in that lake. 
It's not even that big of a fucking lake, really. Let's let's quiz you, PJ. What lake? Uh the Loch Ness. <laughs> okay, where is that? Where is the lake located? Oh, isn't it? I believe that's Scotland, isn't it? It's either Scotland or Ireland. I don't know uh, which uh, one. All right. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Ryan? You what do you think about the all this uh Bigfoot and Loch Ness monsters? And it was I, fucking, th- I th- think th- Bigfoot is real there, and he is located yeah. in Georgia. The state, not the country. Oh geez. <laughs> uh, there we go. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, as long as we're as long as we're doing this today, uh, let's uh, let's throw aliens into the mix too, because that one is even more of an interesting conversation. Because it's obviously a lot more plausible that there might be aliens out there uh, than there is a like a Bigfoot hiding in my backyard. Um, what do you think, guys? Ah, again, well, what, what do you guys call that uh, that section down there? Uh, area eighty one. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So uh, again. Um, I'm not sure how how much of it's bullshit this and that. Like fuck, I, I again for me, I'm, I'm assuming there are, there is intelligent um, uh, beings out there. Again, we do we know? Do we not know whether or not they are another planet, other so solar systems? I'm not. It, again, to me, like UFOs, for example, right? Those sightings, people videotaping that. Is it all horseshit? Is it not? I don't know. I, again, to me, it's just a gray area. I have no idea. What about you, uh, Ray? Yeah, so I, I would definitely say there is intelligent life out there, and it would be stupid egotistical to think in the universe, which, if you think about the size, right, it's infinite. Yep. And that's a hard thing to comprehend. That means that, like, there's infinite possibilities. There, there's another somewhere else in this universe someone named passive J hosting a goddamn podcast and we're talking about aliens like that's part of that concept so obviously there's something out there we've already explored a decent portion of our solar system so to think that someone's not further along than that would be silly but I think they're necessarily great little men or people that think they've been anally probed are not batshit crazy I don't know if I'd go that far <laughs> but absolutely there's intelligent life out there somewhere right and one of my favorite quotes is uh, the surest sign of uh, alien life intelligence out there is the fact that they haven't tried to contact us um but it's uh, it's an interesting thing because like you said it's 100 percent impossible that they're not out there so the only real question is have we encountered them or not and i tend to think no we probably haven't there's probably never been an alien presence on here it's the universe is a very big place and there's a lot of spaces in between uh someone could have some pretty advanced technology and you know just never encountered us yet um see i don't so... know if i necessarily go that far see if you think about it right so like mm-hmm. We, and we're pretty Neanderthalish. like, mm-hmm. as a human race, we haven't been around that long. Mm-hmm. And to think that we've already started to identify planets that could, that could sustain life. Right. Like, to think that there's other intelligent you know, beings out there that aren't further along in the evolution, to be able to pinpoint exactly what planets, you know, both can sustain life and, and are currently sustaining life. Like, I think that makes sense. Oh, sure, sure. Yes, I don't necessarily know if they've actually, like, visited the Earth or if they've just, you know, observed us or whatever else. Like, I have a feeling there's got to be something there. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And like I said, it might just be a case of that, you know, uh, intelligent life is super duper fucking rare uh, and, and it happens only very occasionally. So there, let's say that being the case, you know, uh, the uh, next uh, intelligent life might be super duper far away from us. It's not, not that you know, so they might be out there exploring planets and doing shit like 50,000 light years away from us. Uh, but eventually it's going to uh, uh, pop up closer to us. Uh, so, but, and, but I agree with you for the most part, we probably have already been observed um and just not contacted because our for fucking obvious reasons <laughs> yeah uh, i mean they saw a guy in fucking detroit in a wookie suit playing bass in front of his uh tv through a playstation they're like you know what nah abort we're good that was very hot by the way <laughs> I, I should try that i've never i've never played my bass my uh wookie suit uh, i have done yoga in it though i i don't recommend it to be honest with you are See, you that's fucking the thing. Kid. you need to have like you need to have a gimmick so, like, when you're doing the bass playing, you look so fucking boring. Because, I mean, <laughs> you are kind of a boring guy. Like, and there's not like a lot of a lot of crazy shit you can do while playing bass. Like, you need to have a gimmick so you can throw it all on YouTube. <laughs> do it so you in a Wookiee play suit. like in the you know in a Wookiee suit, you know, with a with joint hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> Maybe just put in the Wookiee suit and not use the not use the mask. <laughs> Even be better. I mean, up. it already looks like you're wearing a mask. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? The you mask? Know, you know, with, yeah. with the guy with the fucked up face? Yeah, the guy with the fucked up face. Yeah, remember oh. I, I made a reference to that the other day, saying that's probably what you looked like as a kid, because your skull kind of <laughs> stays the same size regardless of your body. It's it's funny you mentioned that. I uh, posted a picture on the OG today because when my wife went back to work this morning, uh, she wanted a picture of us together. So I took it with her, and, you know, like she had the, uh, her arm out, uh, uh, you know, to hold the phone away. And like I got my arm around her and I'm leaning my, my head against her head to be getting the shot. And looking at the picture, the first thing I realized is that I have a fucking enormous head. Holy fuck, dude. It looks like my head is twice the size her head is. I know some of that's a little bit of angles and shit like that, but goddamn, my melon is large. Well, you have like a Tito Ortiz head, but like half the width. <laughs> yeah, it's just very long. It's it, long, long and deep, but not very wide. <laughs> yeah, but you know. It is what it is. I never worry about shit like that. That's one of the few things you're not going to change at all. You can work out all day long. Your head's still going to be the same size. Yeah, you're stuck with that dome, Jay. Sorry to say. <laughs> That's okay. Too many too many growth hormones, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if I had taken growth hormones? Holy shit, my neck wouldn't even be able to support my head. <laughs> that would be hilarious because your jaw would have gotten wide, but the rest of your head doesn't. Oh, so you would have had this weird, like pear-shaped head. <laughs> I'm just getting a mental picture of that. That's fucking killing me. <laughs> hey guys, I apologize. I got to get off pretty soon. So, uh, when's the next uh, UFC fights? Is it this weekend? Next weekend? This weekend. I... This weekend. Oh, yeah. Great. Fucking right. Yeah. Okay. So, is it like UFC fight night or just the right, like a, the big show or what? Oh, it's a U. It's no. a UFC 250. Nice. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe a pay-per-view that I don't think necessarily any of us plan on. <clears throat> nope. I'm legitimately nope. <laughs> purchasing. Oh, I'm sure I'm gonna legitimately purchase it, Dana. Don't sue the fuck out of me. Uh, but I don't blame anybody else if they uh, don't do that. 
<laughs> all right. Okay. So we're going to, so I'm assuming we're going to have a fight campaign and all that good shit or what? Oh, yeah. 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 It'll be yep. the last one for me for a while since I'll be going back to work. Uh, me and Ryan and are by still last arguing one about that. For a while for him, we're still doing every pay per view. We just won't be doing the fight nights. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm all right. Just sounds good. Saying this, it's going to happen. Fucking <laughs> right, Jake. All right, guys. Listen, have a great night. I, I might try to call in uh, before fight night. If not, I'll definitely call in. You guys are doing a great job and keep it up. Excellent. Thanks, right, Cam. We appreciate enough, it. Canada. Nice to see you guys. Have a lot. Oh, let's see. Always good to have Uncle Canada call in. He's uh, always got interesting things to say, regardless of his level of intoxication. It's actually fun because you get two different Canadas. Uh, if he if he hasn't been drinking, he's a fairly serious, uh, insightful uh, person. And then if you get uh, Uncle Drunk Canada, he's a fucking party in a can. <laughs> so either way, he's good. <laughs> well, there's a there's a shoot the shit boys level. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're on the right side of it, you're getting close to 100 percent. That's fight night, like completely raging out. Uncle Canada <laughs> claiming that you know he is the star of the podcast. And on the far <laughs> left, you have the Uncle Canada just came home from work and is like the rest of us. Like I, I think the about the four beer mark is his superpower. <laughs> yeah isn't that funny i mean i swear uh, back in my drinking days two or three beers in i was witty and insightful and made people laugh you know five years after that they were probably asking me to leave the bar uh but th there's that butter zone where you're not so drunk that you're a fucking idiot but you had enough drinks in you that you know, like your confidence and all that good shit's through the roof yeah it's the intoxication level where all of a sudden you become a good pool player Mm -hmm. You can shoot darts well. Like if you're yeah. a golfer, like you hit your zone there. Like there yeah. is that invincible level. But the problem is, is that is a slippery slope to stay on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, uh, that was always my issue. Um, you know, I have a drink and I have another drink. I'm like, oh, I feel great. I better keep drinking. You know, when, when they're really the answer is, okay, I feel great. I should probably wait a little while before I have another drink. <laughs> but I was always like, oh, I don't want to lose this feeling. You got better have another drink. Oh, better have another one. And, you know, it quickly escalated. <clears throat> I, at least I was a friendly drunk. I was a happy drunk. I was, I was always having a good time drunk. But it made my uh, talkative level go through the roof. And I made it, it annoyed the fuck out of some people. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm sure you became you came out of your shell from the super introverted Jay to the more extroverted Jay. Yeah. But the problem is, is you have difficulty like forming complete sentences, you know, just stone sober. So I can imagine <laughs> you once you get past the tipping point, like you'll talk more and more, but the words make sense less and less. <laughs> That's fine. You're know. 14 foot tall. So, so I'm hard to ignore. Uh, um, I don't know. And that was, and that was part two of, uh, uh, why I stopped drinking because I stopped remembering parts of the night and it's hard to have an argument with somebody about something you did the night before. If you don't remember big parts of the night. So you just have to assume that they're correct. See, I only, I only forgot one night ever. Like, I don't know what it is about drinking, but like I've never had the true blackout except once. And I think I actually ended up getting drugged. So it was actually me and a couple friends. We went out mm. and it was, oh God, what was it? I think it was like a dollar drink nights at some place. So we had quite a few drinks and like nothing really out of the ordinary. But for some reason, both myself and a friend of mine, like, and, and we would, 
we were grabbing drinks for each other and bringing them back. And for some reason, both of us blacked out that night. Apparently, like, one of one of our friends ended up getting me into uh, a taxi home. Ended up waking up the next day having no idea what happened. Same thing for the other friend. And, like, none of us have ever had that problem drinking. So it's like, I think I probably know what it felt like to be drugged. Oh. Now... <clears throat> I had a friend that was my roommate. I've mentioned him multiple times, Ulysses. At one point, uh, he's always been a little more adventuresome with the drugs than I was. Um, you know, I pretty much stuck to just weed. Uh, cocaine's too expensive. Uh, crack's just a bad idea. Uh, heroin, the one time I tried it, didn't do anything for me. Uh, yeah, um, so, yeah, I was pretty much just a weed person. But he always liked to experiment with uh, different things. And at one point, he was taking Xanax. I think that's what it called. Uh, yeah, Xanax and drinking on it, which is apparently a horrible fucking idea because he started doing weird nutty things while he was drunk. And he wasn't even drinking that much. He'd like take a Xanax and have like three or four beers. And, you know, and then he'd do things like stumble around so drunk that it, that he accidentally turned the uh, fucking stove on. Um, and then, you know, and then went back to bed. I, I, I got up like three hours later. And the only reason I noticed anything is I could feel the heat coming off of it as I walked by. I'm like, why the fuck is this on? And then I see like the table next to the, uh, a stove all smashed over and shit. I've come home, come home and, uh, came into, uh, my den here in the back and found him sleeping in my chair half naked. I'm like, dude, what are you doing back here? Why would you be here instead of your bed? Just, just weird fucking things. Probably similar to the stories I hear about Ambien. Yeah, like Xanax and alcohol is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a like relatively literally both short. of those just enhance the other one. Mm -hmm, yeah. So like you're just multiplying your your impact, and that's never a good idea. Yeah, yeah. No, it's they. they luckily for him, he's an intelligent guy. Uh, and after it only took me telling him two or three stories about what the fuck he did uh, before he stopped doing that. So it was probably uh, like a couple, two or three months of uh, him doing that regularly before I could convince him that fucking that's not a great idea. I, I hadn't reached a point where I was going to tell him that he needs to stop doing it or like move the fuck out, but it was closer, getting closer to that. Yeah. The, uh, the kicker was when he like, he accidentally stumbled around and accidentally fucking turned the stove on because he'd already broken a couple other things. So like he broke the toilet paper holder off of the fucking, you know, side of the uh, counter um and just stupid bullshit like that um but the uh the the stove thing was what convinced me and him that that needed to fucking stop so and luckily you know luckily he's got pretty good willpower about stopping stuff uh i've seen him quit all kinds of shit <laughs> um so that was but it wasn't a fun encounter and as i mentioned i think that that's pretty much how ambient is isn't it i hear stories about that too well yeah ambient well i mean ambient isn't something that you're necessarily mixing with any other drug it just like you're known to wake up in the middle of the night, not know that you have woken up in the middle of the night and doing crazy shit. Um, go, going back to kind of the chat. So fun fact, Juicer, Vicodin does not work on me. Hmm. Found this out after a surgery. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. And I go back home and I'm just kind of sitting there. It was after a, a small shoulder surgery. But I'm sitting there and I'm in pain. So I take Vicodin. Nothing happens. About an hour later, I take more Vicodin. About an hour later, I take more Vicodin. Next thing you know, I had taken like 12 or 14 Vicodin over the course of like six hours. Wow. I called the doctor and I was like, why is this not helping? And of course he freaked out saying like, you should probably make yourself throw up or something. Like you, you might like, you should probably be dead at this point. 
I was totally fine, but yeah, apparently like Vicodin does not have the intended effect on me. Hmm. That's that's fucking weird. So they bumped me up to Oxy, which I just mm. decided I was just gonna deal with the pain because that shit, like I, I would not play with Oxy. No, no. And Vicodin never did much for me either. I consider it one of the lower tiers of uh pain relief, but it did do something, obviously. That's that's crazy. Um Ibuprofen did more for me. <laughs> now uh my big demon is uh Norcos. Uh I'm not sure if you're familiar with those. Uh, they're a pretty high level, and I've been giving them several times over the last few years in between the shingles and the cancer and all that good shit, and they fucked up my stomach so goddamn bad that like five or six days after my uh, cancer surgery, I tried to stop taking them because <laughs> to me, for, and, and my, at that point, my stomach hurt more than my fucking um uh, cancer wounds did. Uh, and that lasted a couple of days. Cause it, it just got worse and worse and worse. Uh, cause what the, the, the issue was it, uh, I'm not sure if you've ever taken Norco before, but it gives you really bad constipation. Um, it, so it, you might want to be listening to chat here. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's basically no, Vicodin. No, I don't think Norco is Vicodin. The Homelander and Tenor are both saying it is. So I, I trust them. Okay, well, I well in that that case the Vicodin I had before was not the same as this, uh, because and, when uh, we're, and we're talking about oxy. I'm not talking oxycodone. Obviously, I'm talking oxycotton. So right, right, right. Just to talk about uh, what they tried to put me on. Right, and it's uh, and it's horrible. It fucking uh, uh, do, 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 do. oh, it's it, okay. It's just uh, I see what they're saying. Norco is just a super duper strong version of Vicodin. Interesting. Um, so uh. It fucked up my st stomach really bad. It, it reached a point where I stopped taking it because of the constipation thing, and the that fucked up my stomach even worse. It, you know, um, basically, whenever I stop taking Norco, I have horrible stomach pains for about two or three weeks, uh, and it's not a big thing. I've, I've actually had it put in my medical records that I'm allergic to it because uh, if I'm if I'm not, it doesn't really matter at this point. I'm not going to fucking take it. Uh, I told him if you need to give me something milder that I'm going to have some pain, I'd rather have that than that shit. Yeah, pretty much to the fact that, like, if I do anything that they need to give me pain medication for, if it's bad enough, just pump me with some morphine in the hospital. Otherwise, I'll just deal with some fucking pain. Right. But uh, back to just drugs overall. Yeah, I've never been much of a, of a drug person. Definitely will drink here and there. And then hallucinogens were fun. Would not touch acid. Mushrooms were great. Did some ecstasy now and then. I tell you what, the best thing ever is to take some ecstasy and go to like an, an amusement park or a carnival. Oh yeah. That would be a fucking good time. All uh, the fucking lights and the music and like mm -hmm. the, the feel of like the wind hitting you like on a roller coaster. Fucking amazing. Yeah. I did both. Uh, they're both good. Uh, I like the acid because it's cheap and, and you normally, unless they fucked it up, you knew about the dose that you're going to get. Uh, mushrooms were great because they were natural. You, they didn't fuck with my stomach as much, but, uh, you didn't know how much you could, t you should eat because they, are uh, growing in nature. They're all going to have different, uh, um, potency. So yeah, you never knew if you're going to eat a half a bag and not get anything at all or eat a half a bag and go to the fucking moon. Um, but, it, but since rooms are, aren't really a bad trip, if you take too much, you know, even that's not a huge deal. <clears throat> I still remember when I, like one of the most vivid times that I took mushrooms, I ended up laying in a bathtub, just like in a like pretty much, I'd say three quarters submerged. 
listening to uh, Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz for like what felt like a half an hour. And it was really like, just listen to the song twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't do a good job of distorting time. That was one of the things I liked about acid the much so, uh, so much because it tend to last longer than mushrooms. A good acid trip will last you fucking eight hours. Um, that's one of the reasons I stopped taking it at, because it takes eight hours and then you pretty much feel crappy uh, the next day. You might not feel horrible, but you don't feel right. Uh, and I didn't have eight hours for a buzz anymore, much less a day off whenever I wanted to take it. Well, see, that's why I like the mushrooms, right? Like it's only going to hit you for a few hours, but those few hours while you're in it feels like a day and a half. Like you still get your fun out of it and you're generally fine by the next day. And especially with someone like me, who's always been kind of on top of supplements and things like that. Like I know the things to take where I'm not going to feel like shit the next day after doing something stupid. Right. Right. Uh, Speaking of something stupid, aren't we supposed to be doing fight picks? Fucking tenor call in. Oh yeah, we do have fight picks. Um, I just pulled up the card. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I was about to pull up the card, but I just realized I told someone to call in. So I probably need to watch the actual call in screen. Um, well, if he's not going to call in, we might as well get started. We only got 10 minutes. We need to get our picks in. Oh, he's waiting for curse. Okay. We wait a couple more minutes. Oh, uh, let's see. What else do we want to talk about before? Uh, let me go to the OG and see if I can't find anything that's not political uh, in some way, shape or form. Do, 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 do graphic novels you'll swear by you're not really a comic book person so i don't think that'd be a good subject um more nope that's nope 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 <laughs> oh they're talking about the uh stock market um <clears throat> do you have stocks or just like a 401k no i have a couple kind of smaller stock positions i also have some stock in my company but it's not something i play in a, a ton Oh shit! Goddamn! Look who's on. What's up, yo? <laughs> How you doing, Jenny? Get your curbside pickup. No, I'm still waiting for. It. I figured I'd fucking call in. Not like I know anybody on this card. I haven't even looked at it. But uh, if uh, the last couple cards are uh, reminiscent of this, I won't fucking know anybody on it. It is well, I mean, not I'm as bad as you think. Yeah, I'm at the early prelims, and I know at least two people on it. Right, right. Okay, is... so I'll know half right. a person then. All right, let's go ahead and get started, Ryan. Yeah, so first fight of the night is Evan Dunham versus Herbert Burns. Um, Mike. well, Mike. Ev- oh, sorry, sorry. I thought uh, Tenor was giving his picks. He's getting his food. Uh, I'm going to go with Dunham. He's got a win over Joel Azan. Uh, so yeah, it's hard to pick against someone who has that. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Dunham just because I don't know who the hell the other guy is. But it seems like every time they have these cards, they're putting some young lion that I've never heard of against somebody I've heard of, and I only pick the person I've heard of because that's the only person I've heard of. So, yeah. but I'll, and, I'll go. And, I'll go. I'll go Dunham just because I don't know anybody else. Yeah, how about you, Ryan? Um, I'll go with Herbert Burns because he's Brazilian, and what Tenor said made a lot of sense. Like yeah, these people I true. seem to have heard of on the early prelims, <laughs> like they generally lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dunham's got like twice the fights as guys. The uh, Burns is like ten and two, while uh, Dunham's eighteen and eight, and oh, and one draw. <clears throat> All right, who we got next? All right, next fight is Alonzo Menafield versus Devin Brown Bear Clark. 
Evan Brown Bear Clark. Uh, well, Brown Bear is an underdog here in this uh, site, so I'm going to go with Alonzo Manyfield. I'm going with the Brown Bear. <laughs> well, I didn't know that was his nickname. That's that's bold. <laughs> you got you got to have listen. You got to have big, huge balls to call yourself the Brown Bear. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's I don't true. know. I, I think I'm going to have to go Menafield because I am the only bear on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was going to write the shit down, but it doesn't really matter. We'll remember it anyways. Uh, let's see. Well, Who's I'm not going to remember this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know where my pen is. We're gonna get. I'll remember Dunham because I know who he is. Right, (laughs) right. It doesn't really matter who we got next. Uh, Looks like the main event of the early prelims, which doesn't make sense, is Juicier Formiga versus Alex Perez. That's how you say that name? Holy shit! Really? That's uh, a goddamn. Um, I'm gonna go with Formiga because I've actually heard of him before. I don't know who Alex Perez is, although they have similar records: twenty-three and seven, and twenty-three and five. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, I'll go with Juicier. I'll go with uh, Juicy Smoulier. <laughs> I was waiting for that one to come. <laughs> How about you, Big Dalton? Yeah, I'll go Formiga. Um, it's higher ranked. I don't think they're putting him out there to lose. So yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. All right. What's next? Uh, we got Kid Dynamite, Charles Bird versus Coconut Bombs with a Z, Maki Pitolo. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I need to point out that Charles Bird's uh, nickname is apparently Kid Dynamite. So he well, loses points. I said points that. I said I... Kid Dynamite, Charles Bird. Are you oh, not listening to me, Jay? Listen to the goddamn podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my, we're falling apart. I wanted to go with Charles Bird, but I, he has such an unoriginal uh, nickname that I'm going to go with uh, Coconut Guy, I guess. Yeah, I'm going Coconut Bombs all day. Acai style. Yeah, I was going to go with Bird until I saw that Coconut Bombs was with a Z. That's it. Patolo. That's the grammar equivalent of turning your uh, pistol sideways. It's a kill shot now. What 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 team is he out of? Is he out of? I'm gonna guess and say he's Hawaiian. Is he like with Kendall Grove or any of those fucking guys? BJ Penn. I have uh, absolutely no idea. All right. Good talk. <laughs> Good shit right there. All right. Who's next? Uh, next fight is Cody Stamen versus Brian Kelleher. Kelleher's fighting again. Stamen. Yes, he Holy is. Kelleher's fighting again. I'm picking oh. him because he's the underdog, but he looks like Icy Mike, so I, I think he's got it in him. Uh, I, you got it. That's my boy, Bomb Squad. Got to go with Whitey Mouse. <laughs> uh, what you, Brian? Honestly, I want Kelleher to win. Because, yes, he is just kind of a little kind of awkward-looking dude. Very Icy Mike-ish. But I think Stamen probably wins. Probably. So you're going to pick Stamen then? Yes. Turn off your turn signal, dude. You already made your turn. I didn't make my turn yet. I'm waiting. I got fucking traffic. I got oncoming (laughs) traffic, sir. Try to be safe. I should put my seatbelt on. You hear that? (laughs) Oh, you busted. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I always, yourself, sir. 
I always wear my seatbelt, but I do appreciate the fact that my car stops beeping after like four beeps and gives up. I always hate those even, ones that beep forever. Yeah, I don't even hear it anymore. It's it's just background noise. I, I don't even hear it. It's like a crying baby. It's like whatever. <laughs> well, I've been in cars where like you know someone wouldn't wear their seatbelt and it just go man 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 forever until until they finally put their fucking seatbelt on or I kick them out of the car. Yeah, just there like that. Is. Yeah, yeah. My I, car I'm is almost is, home. <laughs> <laughs> my car is nice enough to stop after four beeps. It's like, oh, you don't want to? Okay, fine. That's that's whatever. That's the fucking Ford Fiesta SE edition, sir. Uh, ST, goddamn it. Oh, ST, <laughs> my bad. Uh, God, all you need, all you need is a D on the end of that, and you could have fucking adult <laughs> sexual history. <laughs> right. Okay, maybe we should move on to the next uh, pick. What do we got, big adult? <laughs> uh, we have Ian the Hurricane Heinish. Versus GM3, Gerald Mearsgaard. I'm assuming he's Gerald Mearsgaard third. Otherwise, his uh, nickname doesn't make any sense. Um, geez, I'm going to go with him just because he's got uh, a more imaginative nickname once again. Yeah, I'm going to go with him because I want to call him GM Punk. GM Punk, yeah. Dude's got a fucking long-ass record, 31-12. and 12. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Heinish because he has Heine in his name. And he doesn't look as sad as Gerald does in this picture. (laughs) All right, who we got next? All right, we've got Bruce Leroy, Alex Caceres, versus the dream Chase Cooper. No, the teenage dream. I think well, I think the they might have probably dropped. just as the dream. Ah, uh, yeah, they probably make him drop the He's no longer a teenager. Uh, um, I'm going to go with uh, Alex because every single time I pick against that guy, he fucking wins. Although I will yep. point out, he's always win loss, win loss, and he won his last one. So logically speaking, he's due to lose this one. But I'm still going to pick him anyway. Yeah, I'm going Caceres. I, I, I like Bruce Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not pizza, it's a salad. Get out of here, kids. I love you. Disappointment. I know, because it came in a pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, Did you tell us who you got? I'll be right there. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, Chase Hooper. So. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of hype behind him. I don't necessarily know, his, know if he's good as the hype, but I think right, he right. can beat out old Bruce Leroy. Yeah, yeah, who's you know getting up there a little bit? He's not the he's not the young gun that he was like you know ten years ago because it's, it's he's been in for quite a while now, hasn't he? At least more than five, right? Yeah, he's been around quite a while. He was doing that backyard shit too. Oh yeah, yeah, Jesus. All right, so who's next? Uh, next we have Eddie Wineland versus Sean O'Malley. Eddie fucking Wineland still fighting. Nice. Holy shit, dude. Um. I once speaking of hype, there's supposed to be a lot of hype between behind Sean O'Malley, but honestly, I don't follow him on Twitter, but I see people quote his stuff and like his stuff, so it pops up on my timeline. And honestly, he sounds like kind of a douchebag, uh, but I mm-hmm. think he's probably got more than enough to take out uh, old Eddie, though. Yeah, O'Malley should, should probably crush Eddie Wineland, but I'm not going against Eddie Wineland. I love that dude back in WEC days. If he if yeah. he can get through three rounds without getting his jaw broke, he will win. But he's got a glass fucking jaw, not for being knocked out, but his jaw breaks very easily. Yeah, poor guy, man. I, like you said, he's been fighting for a very long time. Twenty four, thirteen, and one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have okay. to go, O'Malley. He should win the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, who's next? 
Next up, we've got Neil Magny versus Anthony Rocco Martin. All right. I don't know what pictures they show there, but on my picture, it looks like a competition to see who can grow more abs. Uh, both of them are fucking like super duper fucking cut in the abs section. I like Neil. Uh, wasn't he on a uh, edition of The Ultimate Fighter at one point? I think he was. I don't think he won, though. No, uh, but I think I think I remember him uh, back from then because I've always had a feeling that he, that he was a cool dude. Um, he's also one of those ones that, that tends to lose when I think he's going to win. Uh, but I'm taking uh, Magni. Yeah, I'll go Magni. Yep, I will also go Magni. Uh-huh. All right, what's All next, right. sir? Coming to our last three fights of the night. This one should actually be a pretty fun one. Aljamain Funkmaster Sterling. Versus Corey Sandhagen. Mm, I got to go. Uh, another Punk bomb squad there. guy. Yeah, he's another bomb squad guy. Um, rolled with him many times and pound for pound. One of the strongest people I've ever rolled with. He's a 35er, and at the time I probably weighed 85, 90. And that dude is strong as shit. So I'm going, got to go Aljamain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude. I uh, he, Once again, someone I don't follow on Twitter, but I see his uh, tweets pop up here and there. Uh, it seems like a good guy. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Funkmaster. How about you, Big Dalton? Yeah, always like Sterling. Got to go Sterling here. All right, what's next? All righty, in our co-main event of the evening, we have Rafael Asuncio versus Cody No Love Garbrandt. Oh geez! Wow, <laughs> these are good fights. Yeah, it's it, it, it shaped up to be a pretty good card. This um, isn't bad at all. I'm going to go with Raphael. Uh, I think uh, we've already seen Cody's uh, best, and he's unless he completely turned it around, I, I think uh, Raphael should actually take it kind of easy. I'm going Cody Garbrandt. Really? I mean, you see, I mean, you do know he's got three losses in a row, all two of them the same. I person. do know, but <laughs> he's still he's still young, and his hands are really fucking good. If he could stop goofing around and and not getting knocked out, Cody Garbrandt is a talented, talented dude. You know, um, even mm. though he likes to say hanging with the boys, he's uh, I got that dude. Um, Sunsau's been along a, around a long, long time too, so I, yeah, I think Garbrandt Garbrandt can beat him. Damn, now you're making me missed out my uh, pick. But I made that pick. I got to stick with it. You can't change it because you think the other guys that you're making picks with sounded made more sense. Uh, all right, how, what you got, Dalton? Well, we know that Uncle Canada is, is a strong Cody Garbrandt fan. With mm-hmm. the way that he likes mm-hmm. to shoot the shit with the boys. The boys. But yeah, with Garbrandt, like, if he's gotten his injuries behind him and he's back to where he should be, like, if we see anything near what the Garbrandt was that fought fucking Dominic Cruz, mm-hmm. like, he should win this fight. He yeah, should. Think, and he, he could still Garbrandt, be a star. He was, yeah, he was super fun to watch when he was out there and moving and mm-hmm. picking dudes apart. Like, he has fucking, he has a rocket in his fucking arm. Yep. But he doesn't have a great chin. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I'll go Garbrandt. I want to see him do well, especially in that division with like, I mean, that division's wide open. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, it's, it's and I always enjoyed watching the uh, faster fighters, uh, the lower classes. A lot of people say they're boring, and I find them less boring than the than the heavier weight classes. I realize there's less knockouts, but other than that, it's just way more fun to watch them watch watch them fight ninety percent of the time. Yeah, the transitions right. are usually a lot slicker. 
All right. right, Who we got? All right. Main event of the evening. We have Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spencer. Oh, I'm going with Spencer. 100%. Um, I think... uh, Spencer really? is bigger. Yeah, yeah. I think Amanda knew is uh, this isn't her Jeez. weight class. She she came up and did a really good job of taking out Cyborg, but I think uh, uh, if she doesn't knock out Felicia and like in the first round, she's probably gonna get worked. <laughs> Bold pick, my man. I'm going Nunez or Nunez. Sorry, Nunez. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. How about you, Dalton? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent going Nunez. Like. I'm sorry, Felicia Spencer got completely destroyed by Cyborg. Nunez wrecked Cyborg. Like, I hate to do the MMA math thing, but, like, there's not much talent at 145 in the UFC. Like, they never brought in anyone great besides Cyborg. So I don't see anyone on the UFC roster touching her at 145 unless they bring someone in. Hmm. All right, cool. All right, well, uh, I got to go eat, guys. All right, enjoy your food. All right, <laughs> thanks. Have a good Thank one, you y'all. You goddamn beaten bitch. <laughs> I fucking, I need it. I'm fat. Peace, y'all. <laughs> All right, and I realize it's a bold pick I'm making, but I just got a feeling. You ever have a feeling? No, yeah. no, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Emotions and feelings were, were beaten out of me at a young age, Jay. Not that type of feeling. Just like you, you feel like you know what's going to happen. And watch, she's gonna, she's gonna almost knock her out in the first round. She's gonna beat the piss out of her, and then the second round, she's gonna start to slow down a little bit. And then by the third round, uh, Amanda is gonna realize that she's in deep shit. And I think Felicia uh, um, will take the last three rounds. Interesting. I don't know if I trust any women from Canada to be a champion. <laughs> Right on. All right. Well, I guess we should probably wrap it up at this point. Uh, as always, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. It uh, wouldn't be a show about you guys. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Tenor and Grad for calling in. It's always appreciated. Uh, I'd like to thank my co host, Big Dalton. It wouldn't be a show without you either. I'd just be me here going, yeah, 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 yeah. You got anything? Well, Andrew, uh, Ryan? you're doing it with a shitty connection and microphone and everything. Like, uh, I've just improved your life there, Jack. Yeah, you're. That's true. You know how to you lift want... weights now. You know what food to eat. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's like it's like I inherited a life coach in, in addition to a podcast partner. <laughs> you found an older brother that won't take your shit, even though you're almost double my age. <laughs> what else do you got, Ryan? Got a couple things. Number one, being that it is Wednesday of a fight week. No, that was it. Like, there really is no first thing tonight. Second thing is fuck all y'all. <laughs> everyone have a great night. We'll see everyone tomorrow at 6 p.m. Bye-bye. Screw you, hippie. <laughs>